0: Not going to lie, it is kind of a race against the clock this time around. Hello. What's going on? Welcome to Just Say It. It's a Christmassy edition of sorts this week because, you know, it's Christmas and stuff. But as for the race against the clock, you see... I am recording this podcast in my vehicle on my lunch break, and it's kind of cold outside, as we've referenced on this program a few times before. We're like at 25 today, so what I did was I got my car all nice and warm, had the heater jacked up, got the uh, seat heaters going there, but it's a little loud with all of that going on, and that doesn't really work so well if you're trying to record a halfway decent audio quality for a podcast. So I just shut the vehicle down, so I'm on borrowed time here, y'all. So let's go ahead and get right to it because it is about to be cold in this vehicle pretty soon. It is about to be Christmas. Are you excited at all? If you don't celebrate Christmas, I understand you probably don't care, and that's okay. Um, If it's a different holiday that you celebrate, I hope that's been a good season for you so far. No holidays at all. I understand. I hope you're doing well regardless. Whatever it is, definitely excited for Christmas. It is that time of year when we can kind of forget a little bit about maybe things that aren't so ugh, aren't so great sometimes. Or I get it sometimes too. Christmas can actually bring out a lot of emotions if perhaps you're missing something or if you've lost a loved one this year. Look, I, I definitely am sorry if that is the case. I, I hope that you are finding some peace and comfort regardless in the season but here we are. It's the week of Christmas. Have you finished your shopping yet? Are you done with that? I guess I'm cool there. I don't really do that very early. I am not proactive in that regard. It all came together, I suppose, so we'll call that a win on this end. Are you traveling at all for Christmas? Are you expecting anyone to come home? I ask you that specifically because of something that I saw the other day in a photograph. Perhaps you are going to be greeting someone at an airport this year for Christmas. Maybe it is, mm, I don't know, a child coming back or some family members coming in town, whoever it might be. Or perhaps you are the one who is getting ready to go and travel to visit. Your parents, your uncle, your sister, whoever it might be. And there's some air travel involved. The photo that I saw the other day, and the reason I'm bringing this up, is because I am gonna have a question for you here shortly. There was a gal who was dressed up in complete Christmas elf garb. I put it on my Instagram story the other day, and there was a little poll out there about it, and the poll had something to do with the fact that this woman was completely just Christmased out. Like, she had the Santa, I don't know, the, the, the elf hat and the bells on the arms and just completely like red and green i think they were tights involved that were full colored it was just like a santa's elf was waiting for you at the airport my question to you is if you were to be arriving at an airport you're the one going to visit others and those others or at least one of those others they happen to be dressed like that what would you do would you go up to them and just, would you smile and laugh and just give them a hug and say, oh my gosh, this is so adorable. Look at the thought you put into this. I feel so special. I feel so loved. Or would you basically, upon the first hint of eye contact, recognizing that it is them, just keep on walking and not even pay any attention, ignoring them, and basically pretending as though they don't even exist. I think only one of two of those options are possible, and I don't know that I wouldn't take door number two on that one because, oh my gosh, you're just getting off the plane. You're already jet-lagged. It's already maybe been a bumpy flight or a long day of travel, and here's Santa's elf just waiting for you. I have to say, though, I am in the minority Of the poll that I put out on Instagram, the majority of the people by a fairly wide margin did say that they would actually just go ahead and smile and run up to that person. I guess if it is your family member, that does make sense. And I can't say with 100% certainty that I would just keep on going. But oh my, that would be something else. And it turns out this lady was actually there for, we believe, two college uh, kids. Based on information and intel received from elsewhere uh, in the group, so that that would be interesting. Couple of college guys just coming back, and then here's mom, like all dressed up as an elf. So I hope it was a happy reunion. I, I personally applaud the effort. I think it's great, and I have to applaud it because, in some ways, well, I sort of lived that. You see, my sister went off to Australia to study. For a semester back when she was in college. So she was gone out of the country, out of the loop for like a semester. It was, I don't know, four, five, six months. It was a while. And conversations, of course, were limited there because you're, you're in Australia and it's time differences and all that stuff. Although we tried to make it work out uh, in a few times interesting ways, but that's a different story for another time. So my sister is coming back now from Australia. Okay, this is maybe 20 years ago or so. And We got the bright idea, my mom, my dad and I, to just kind of go all out. And we got the goofiest sunglasses we could find. I think some of these were actually ones that I owned. I was kind of into some weird sunglasses there for a while. And I have no problem with weird sunglasses if you're into that right now, by the way. Obligatory disclaimer. But anyway, so she's getting off the plane and we've got a little mini banner for her. And there we are just in these ridiculous sunglasses. And thankfully she... Took door number one. She actually came up to us and said hello. Although I don't know, maybe she was thinking about bailing out. But either way, if you're gonna do the Christmas welcome greeting shenanigans thing, just putting it out there. Maybe there's some folks that that might not uh, might not be stopping for you. You might have to go chase them down as you uh, as you head out the door. So speaking of heading out the door, perhaps you're gonna head out the door this year for Christmas and you're going to find a nice Mercedes-Benz or a Lexus or whatever wrapped in a big bow in your driveway. What is up with these commercials? I mean, what is the actual percentage of the human population of all time who has ever, ever walked out of their front door on Christmas morning and their spouse or whatever just uncovers their eyes and says hey look what you got look we just blew 60 grand on a luxury vehicle that we cannot afford i don't understand that one i'm not gonna lie that one doesn't make any sense this is from somebody who refuses to buy a new car in the first place because you're losing money the second it drives off the lot i'm a little more frugal on the general side as it is But who's doing this? If you've ever done this, contact me. Find some way to get a hold of me. Twitter, Instagram, the Anchor uh, website. I want to hear from you. And I want to know how that went. I want to know how that went. I also want to know how the next Christmas went. Because what in the world are you possibly going to do to top that? Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot for this nice pair of slippers uh, last year. Yeah, yeah, you got me that crossover SUV. I mean, how you're setting yourself up for disaster. You can't possibly compete with that kind of a present on an annual basis, much less the debt, much less if there's anyone else in your family. What if you get your spouse this brand new Lexus and then your kid gets maybe a, a, a bike or something or maybe gift card somewhere like mom got a car or dad got a truck what do you mean i only get this little 25 dollars to red robin gift card like you've got to go bigger for everybody then i just look i see those commercials and they actually make me laugh because they're just so ridiculous who is buying a car for anyone for christmas I gotta say, that is probably not gonna be me, and I don't expect to ever get it in return, and that's okay, because I'm doing just fine in my, what is this, 2009 vehicle that has somewhat frequent repair, just got all the brakes fixed. It was squeaking so bad, by the way, that I was actually embarrassed to drive out of my neighborhood into the parking lot at work. The brakes had rusted completely in the back, and they were really making that grinding sound like like every time that you drive through. It wasn't even just in the braking. It was actually just in the driving. So lots of weird noises that were going on with that. Weird noises in the background of phone calls. This is something that I have been noticing lately. One, when calling for customer service, as you know, people have been working from home for the past almost two years now. Have you gotten used to the fact that during some of your customer service calls, you're going to get a dog or a kid or maybe some sort of TV noise in the background? That's what I got the other day. I was talking with a person on a customer service call and they had some sort of thing going on there with the youngsters. You can just hear like, like all in the background and I'm giving them my sensitive information while in the back there's just this uprising going on from whatever toddlers were basically waiting for mom to get off the phone and come help them. How does this work for you if you are a parent of a young kid working from home? Our kids are older. They're teenagers. They can take care of themselves for the most part. But when you have a kid who's maybe four or seven and you're working from home, How does that work? That was the one thing that I always struggled with. The times that I worked from home, this is back when I was a single dad there for a few years, and I would work from home, but the kids were there. I'm not going to just let them go and sit there. Like, I wanted to do stuff with them. I wanted to hang out. I wanted to play and do things. And so for me, that was my biggest thing was if I'm in the same place that they're at, And they're young, they don't understand. So really, I just kind of wanted to go hang out with them. So if you've been forced into working at home now for a year or something because of this virus situation, how has that gone for you? I mean, do you just tell them, I can't talk to you for eight hours? I mean, that doesn't really compute with a six-year-old brain. So more power to you if you've done this. And I do hope that works out for you. Uh, On the other side of things, I don't even know if I can share this story. Actually, I can't. Just trust that I was on a phone call and it was very awkward and there were noises, and there were... Yeah, I you know what? I can't even get into that. It's probably some sort of... uh, Yeah, nope, we're not going to do that, so let's just keep moving forward. We're going to edit that, (laughs) but it gave me a good laugh. It's given me a smile lately that I don't have headaches anymore because one of my early Christmas presents to myself, I guess, was to actually take care of myself. And as you recall from previous podcast episodes... I was pretty much living in denial when it comes to this vision thing. I was kind of to the point where I thought that the prescription that was given to me by a an eye doctor recently for reading glasses, I was fairly convinced that that was just a sales ploy, even though it was a very low prescription, or actually because it was a low prescription, that's why I was thinking, mm, they're probably just wanting me to buy glasses. Well, I started noticing here in the last week or so, I've been getting headaches just looking at this computer screen all day. And yeah, so I went ahead. I called the the glasses place uh, where the frames were that I liked, and I got it all taken care of. They sent them very fast, by the way. Rock on. Warby Parker, holler. Um, Got those in like two days. So now I've got these glasses. I've never, as I mentioned previously, worn glasses before. So what wouldn't you know... These last two days, I've been sitting in front of the computer all day. I've made it a point to wear these reading glasses. One, the font, the numbers, the letters, they're looking good right now. They're looking a lot better because of the magnification. As small as it may be, it is helpful. Go figure. There's a win for the eye doctor. You heard it here first. But number two, I believe the other benefit is that I am not getting all of that blue light bouncing off of that computer screen right into my eyeballs you see I got the glasses where you have that extra layer of blue light filtering material on them yeah that's working out really well so I'm trying it for my phone now and everything I haven't had a headache in a couple of days so I gotta feel like things are going pretty well so Merry Christmas to me I guess because now I don't have headaches and uh, I guess I can see stuff a little better which is good I can see that this is the only way this is supposed to go. There was a conversation in our home last night. People are back around. We've got uh, you know a house full of, of folks again. And so the discussion was about the Advent calendar. Do you have an Advent calendar? Are you familiar with what these are? You probably are. Uh, if you're not, it's the you know 24 days there leading up to Christmas. And there's little... Well, they're done different ways. But in ours, it has the different little things or parts from the Bible, where you kind of just take out a different one every day. There's shepherds, there's Mary, there's Joseph, there's uh, other things. And so they're all in there. And of course, there's baby Jesus. So it goes to the 24th. The conversation was, it had been broached as a topic of how exactly do you set these uh, characters' items in the 1 through 24 pouches at the beginning of the month? In what order do you do that? And the, the question was raised, wouldn't it be that because technically the, the wise men came, you know, they showed up with gifts, and after that, then technically they would be the last ones, and then Jesus would be somewhere before that? And the comment was, I mean, I would have to assume in every Advent calendar, who's the star of the show? I mean, baby Jesus, you got to put baby Jesus last. Like, baby Jesus doesn't, you know, is not an opening act. For anybody else, it's not like oh here's the Beatles and they're up and then it's like oh well now we have this other band for you like it doesn't it don't work that way. The Beatles are always going to be last. Jesus is always going to be last. Like there can be no debate in my opinion when setting up the order in advance of which people which characters go in the Advent calendar. I think you got to put Jesus on December twenty fourth no matter what. I'm just going to throw that out there. Feel free to debate. Let me know if you have differing thoughts on that as well. I hope you don't debate too much this Christmas. I hope this Christmas is actually like a halfway peaceful, kind of calm, even joyful time for you. We are rapidly approaching the end of 2021, and perhaps I'll do a year-end thing next week before the end of the new year. But if for some reason I don't, or I forget, or I get busy, or I simply get lazy and don't, Uh, I I do hope that as we get ready to turn the page here into 2022, that we can take, again, some joy, some peace, and yes, even some hope into the uh, new year. So that is my, my hope for you, is that you have hope as we get into Christmas here. Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays. I hope you enjoy it. And I will now let you go because I know you have to go dress up as an elf or Santa or the Grinch or something to go pick up your people from the airport. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye.